Hello there, I'm Dr. Hacky Reitman, and you're listening to Exploring Different Brains. This is Dr. Hacky Reitman. Welcome to Exploring Different Brains, and our special guest today, all the way from Southern California, is one of the co-founders of the Art of Autism, Deborah Musicar. Deborah, welcome to the show. Thank you, Hacky. I'm glad to be here. Well, why don't you tell our viewers and listeners about who you are and what the art of autism is. I'll let you get right into it. Well, um, I'm the parent of three children. My youngest, Kevin, who's 21, is on the autism spectrum, and he's an artist. And I started um, showing his art maybe when he was around 10 years old. And we'd have little exhibits for um, like nonprofits. And more and more people wanted us to show the art. And so the, um, the project kept on growing and growing. And I partnered up with Carrie Bowers in probably around 2005. And we, um, Carrie's a filmmaker, and um, Kevin's been in a couple of her films. A new film that she's having coming out right now is Normal People Scare Me Too. And the art of autism just kept on growing and growing and growing. And right now we're a collaborative project with about um, probably more than 600 artists from around the world. We have exhibits and we also uh, um, have different um, venues for poetry readings, neurodiversity panels, and all kinds of different things. We have a very popular blog as well. Deborah, what I thought was pretty cool in going to your excellent website was the fact that you're not only showing this stuff, you're creating profit centers for the artists themselves as well as the organization. Could you expound upon that a little bit? Well, we hope to really build the website um, in the next year or two with more opportunities for entrepreneur artists. Um, we hope to partner with some or other organizations for a curriculum to come onto our site to teach them business skills. And um, we want to also, um, we've started to license the art so that the artist actually gets some revenue from um, selling images of their art. So it's not just that we have physical exhibits anymore, which we don't have as many as we used to. We're now going more into the um, licensing aspect and um, the, the blogs as well. The blogs are a really important part of our project. And we call that part the autism shift. And we're going to be coming up in the next week with a whole new side of our website, which is going to be the autism shift. And how old is Kevin now? He's 21. And he's an artist. He is an artist. Okay, now when was Kevin first diagnosed? And tell us that story. Kevin was diagnosed, um, well, he was in special ed from the time he was maybe 18 months old. He was in, um, he was over 50% delayed in communication when he was um, 18 months. And we got him into um, certain programs at that time. He wasn't diagnosed on the autism spectrum until he was three years old. But he had he'd already been getting services. What were his initial diagnoses? Um, it was just language delay, mostly, and um, being delayed in a lot of areas. 
So it was, um, at that time, it was PDD-NOS. Um, and when did he start painting? He started painting um, when he was nine years old, and he did that through a therapist at UCSB Autism, the Kegel Autism Center. We've been receiving services from them since Kevin was around five. And one of the therapists had graduated from RISD, and he was um, getting his master's in psychology and working with the Kegel Autism Center. And um, he was just great with Kevin. He introduced Kevin to art, and we didn't think Kevin really had any artistic um, talent, but um, he kept on introducing him to different mediums. First, he started with watercolors. Then the next week he did acrylics, and then he went to oil paint, and Kevin loved oil painting for many, many years. And that was because of the texture and the, the, how vibrant the colors were. So how did that lead to the art of autism? Well, um, I started showing Kevin's art, and um, a lot of people liked it. And I was working for some nonprofits at that time. I was actually on their board, and we'd have benefits. So we decided to bring in artists um, who had a variety of developmental disabilities so that they could make some money at our benefits. And they could also, they were giving um, a portion of the proceeds to the nonprofit. And um, it just kept on growing and growing. What happened was in um, 2010, I was approached to um, compose the next Artism book. Artism had, um, was originally published by um, Autism Today and Karen Simmons, and they were looking for somebody else to compile a new book. And that's really what um, gave the project momentum because I was in contact with so many artists from around the world. And how did you and co-founder Kerry Bowers, the filmmaker, hook up? We lived about 45 minutes from each other. And in California, they have regional centers, which um, they have 21 regional centers, which provide services for people with developmental disabilities. Well, we were both active in um, our own communities with um, the regional center and with providing services. Carrie um, had founded Pause for Kids, which was a nonprofit in Thousand Oaks. And uh, my ex-husband was on the board of the regional center. So we would see each other at meetings. And I was at that time on the board of um, Autism Society in Santa Barbara. And I invited Carrie to speak um, at, at the board. And we just had, we had a lot in common. Carrie's son, um, Taylor, is quite a few years older than Kevin. I think he's like 27, but um, she had involved him in the art as well. And especially when I got Kevin involved in the art, she was very, very supportive. And she's an artist herself and it just um, worked out. Deborah, what are the variety of art forms that are included in the art of autism? We have um, traditional art, which is art on canvas. We have um, photography, poetry, blogging and writing is an art, um, storytelling, um, and let me see. We also um, have had in the past um, art such as dancing and movement and um, just full-on entertainment shows, music. Is most of what you do in the painting sphere or would that be a misstatement? I think most of what we're doing right now is blogs, blogs and artists that write blogs um, about their art 
and um, poetry. That's where we're, we're doing right now. Now, we, we interviewed a very interesting character, uh, Michael Tolleson. Oh, yeah, I know Michael. And uh, he's a savant autistic artist. I just talked to him on the phone this week. My friend's editing his book. Uh, yeah, his, I, he sent me a rough draft of his book. It's really, really something, I think, where he takes each of his paintings and then tells it from the autistic point of view. And I'm, we're trying to get more of that out on differentbrains.com also, which is more things from the Aspie or the autistic or the dyslexic point of view um, and not limiting it to them because the way I'm seeing it, Deborah, is that we're all on one giant spectrum. I don't think it's just the autism spectrum. You got, we have so many people on anti-anxiety medications. We've got one in 13 Americans with PTSD and the list yeah. goes on and on and on. Um, so true. Especially in California. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more of them here for sure. <laughs> um, now, what events does your organization have coming up, The Art of Autism? Well, we have a really cool collaboration for um, April and for World Autism Day. We've, we've hooked up with this, this cake decorating organization that has cake decorators from around the world, and they've taken images from the Art of Autism galleries, and they're putting them onto cakes. And I had um, the pleasure of seeing one cake that they did of my son Kevin's work, and it's just incredible. It's just amazing what they've done. So that's just um, like an online project. All the cake decorators are going to change their Facebook profile page on April 2nd to the cake that they did and the artwork um, that inspired the cake. Oh, how cool. How can any of our viewers or listeners participate in that? Well, we're going to write a blog about it, right? I think they're going to come up with a website. Um, I'm in contact with the person organizing it. So I think they just need to check back on our Facebook page or our um, website for more information on that. I don't have um, the exact details right now. Deborah, if an artist wants to become involved with you, how do they go about it? Well, right now they're emailing me their art or their blogs. We're going to um, be putting up a submission form with um, some like criteria that will be coming up in the next few weeks. But um, they can email me at theartofautism at gmail.com until that's up. Now, can you tell us about um, the, uh, the uh, film that uh, Kerry Bowers uh, made and uh, Joey Travolta <laughs> and their involvement and what's going yeah. on with that? Well, Carrie's, that's Carrie's own project, but it's really cool. My son, Kevin, um, was in one of her other films, the arts film she did, but this time he's in Normal People Scare Me Too. Now, Normal People Scare Me came out, I think maybe in 2007. It's been a while. And now she's checking back with all the people that were in that film at that time and giving an update, and she's added a whole um, bunch more people. And it's really interviews with people on the autism spectrum. Her son, Taylor, interviews um, the people. He's also, um, I guess, um, directing, helping direct the film. Where do you see the art of autism, say, five years from now? How do you visualize? Well, I think there's a momentum in the country that um, people are wanting to they're realizing that autistic people are marginalized 
and they're wanting to empower them and they are empowering themselves um, by their artwork, by their blogs, by their advocacy. And so I see us going farther out into that. And this last year, we really took a turn with our blogs. I think 80% of our blogs are um, by people on the autism spectrum. And then we also have, um, you know, I blog and carry blogs and experts in the field and parents sometimes. But I think it's going more to the empowerment. And I also think they're going to be compensated more for their work or their art. Right now, um, there's a lot of struggle with um, business aspects of um, a lot of them are not good at business. And so I hope that our organization will be helping them with that as well. Can you give us some uh, anecdotes about some of the individual artists who are part of the art of autism? Oh yeah, I have lots of anecdotes. Well, one of the artists that we, um, we have a 2016 Art of Autism calendar, which we partnered with Grant Monnier. And Grant Monnier is um, a young artist. I think he's 18, he's a senior in high school this year in Texas. He had a compulsive habit of tearing paper. And this was in um, when he was in junior high. And his mother, instead of telling him to stop it, she realized it was like a self-soothing technique. Um, she channeled it into collages. And Grant now um, has so many artworks that are like maybe 10,000 pieces of paper. They use um, cereal boxes, posters, magazines, all kinds of things to make his, what he calls collages. And it's a eco-friendly art form and he sells them for $5,000 each. I mean, he's very successful in Texas and his mom is managing his career and um, it's just, it's something, a partnership that she has with her son. That is a classic example of, I'm, I'm learning more and more as I speak across the country, getting to meet the real giants in the field, unlike myself, you know, the Stephen Shores and Temple Grandins and uh -huh. Ron Kaufmans, but they, one principle that I'm really coming up with with all of neurodiversity is up until recently, society's always been trying to, the most important thing is don't do that so you can be like everybody else. Don't do that. And I think the emphasis now is more on to connect and build the positives and see what potential is there for that particular drive for that particular interest, for that particular talent, to yeah. make that into something that they can earn a living with and do what they love doing the rest of their life. And I think the example you just gave is a classic example of instead of stop tearing up that paper, <laughs> now he's figuring out how to make a living with it. And that is exactly. tremendous, tremendous. Yeah. Tell us yeah, another, tell us another. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And there are a lot of those kind of um, stories. Um, there was another um, young man, Will Kerner, in um, Michael Tolleson's territory. He lives in Washington. And in fact, Michael Tolleson has showed his art in his gallery. He, um, he was compulsively cutting paper. And they, what they did is they would take the cutouts and frame them. And he's called the Cutout Kid. And his work sells were in the thousands of dollars as well. And so, um, you know, it's just really interesting 
it, it became a really good art form. We showed his art and we also showed Grant's art in um, the Good Pur Purpose Gallery in Massachusetts because we partnered with Michael McManaman on an art exhibit a couple years ago there. Now, how can our viewers and uh, listeners uh, and readers um, get in touch with you and find out more? Well, they can email me at theartofautism at gmail.com or they could go to our Facebook page, The Art of Autism, or our website is theartofautism.com. There's dashes between each of the words. So it's a little, they, if they Google The Art of Autism, we'll be the first one to come up. All right, well, that's great. And we want to congratulate you on everything you're doing and keep up the great work. We're very fortunate to be able to help get the word out that all of our brains are different and society needs to understand and embrace neurodiversity for all of us, not just for any one segment. Uh, all of us need to do that. Um, all right, well, great talking to you. We've been talking with Deborah Musicar, one of the co-founders of The Art of Autism out there in California. They've got great artists there. They've got great blogs. They have nice stores there. And it's a very, very informative and resourceful you know, website. Uh, and that's theartofautism.com. Deborah, we want to thank you very much. Keep up the great work at The Art of Autism. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's a pleasure. We've been talking with Deborah Musicar, one of the co-founders of The Art of Autism. And you can go to their website, theartofautism.com. For more information, visit us at differentbrains.com.